promise, Lord, never again. But I also know that you know what a weak willed person I am. Don't regret this, Lord. I'm a wonderful person. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let all men know your forbearance. The Lord is at hand. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is our epistle text for Sunday, Philippians chapter 4. And it's one of those texts that many of us know, I think. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. We, you know, we, have, the, we have the song too. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. Okay, okay. camp song. Um, but it's, it's this proclamation to us of how our joy is to be complete in God. And the reason why, in part, is because of his coming to us. The fact that he comes to us without us asking to fulfill something that we need without us knowing it. That the Christ, that's what the Christ child, Jesus, is all about. We don't ask him to come, but he comes anyways. To do a thing that we need him to do that we don't think he needs to do. And yet he does. And so our joy is tied to what it is that God has already done. And so when we're commanded to rejoice, it is to say to be joy-filled, to have our lives filled with hope and uh, exaltation in what it is uh, that God is going to do. And here uh, we're told rejoice. And, And he says rejoice in the Lord always. Not in anything else, but in the Lord. And then he doubles down on it. And again, I say rejoice. Let all men know your forbearance. That's the Revised Standard Version. Other, Other versions will say your graciousness or your gentleness. Why? Because we've been shown that. We've been shown that graciousness, that gentleness. And why we want to offer it to others because we live in a world that is not gracious. We live in a world that is not gentle. We live in a world that is not merciful, and yet we have been shown mercy. And so that's one of the joys of the Christian faith, of the Christian life, is that we get to offer up that gentleness, that graciousness of what God has done. And we rejoice in the fact that regardless of what may happen to us, God's graciousness is always there for us. That's why he says then, have no anxiety about anything. Be be not troubled about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. That's that's an important tag there. In our prayers, we give thanks to God, regardless of whether they've been answered yet, knowing that he will answer them. Maybe not in the ways we want him to, but he will. And so we bring our prayers with thanksgiving already. 
Let your requests be made known to God, to cry out to God, to speak to him, to beg of him. That's, that's In some ways, that's, that's what petition means. The word there for petition or supplication means an urgent prayer. It means, it means something that comes upon us right away, not necessarily some formal prayer, not, not some uh, uh, special prayer time, but it's you're driving in the car and suddenly you think of someone who is hurting in the need of prayer. You pray. It happens all the time. I'll, I'll be going about my day and then I'll look at my phone, okay? I'll look at my phone and my daughter is uh, at college, right? That's her as a baby. Isn't she cute? Yes, she's so cute. Um, and, uh, or, or I'll, this picture I got, got of her, right? <laughs> I'll see her face and I'll pray for her. How many of you do that? Where suddenly it just comes upon you and you bring your supplication to God, that urgent request. And so we hand those things over and we give thanks, knowing that God will hear us of what it is that we bring to him. And that's part of the reason why we rejoice, because he's one that has told us that he listens, that he hears us, that, that he wants us to pray to him. And then he has, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The peace of God comes upon us when we come to true faith in trusting in God, knowing that whatever we bring forward to him in prayer, he hears us and he will answer and we leave it in his hands. We say, it's all up to you now, God. I've done, every, I've done my part. Now you do yours. And the peace of God comes upon us because we know that God will hear us and God will act. God will do what we ask. Sometimes. Maybe not always. <laughs> he'll do what we ask in the sense of he'll hear us. We say, God, hear my prayer. In his mercy. And then sometimes he will fulfill it. And sometimes he will fulfill it in a way that is different than what we wanted, but he will still do. Because he's one who gives. That's one of the things that we learn of this Christ coming to us here in this Advent. It's something that, that you have to come to understand, church, is that Christ is not one who takes. He's not one who comes to earth and demands of you a pound of flesh, demands of you a sacrifice. No, he comes to earth to give of himself. He's the embodiment of God giving himself to you. And so the peace of God comes to us when we know of this God in this way, our Jesus in this way. And that's what passes all understanding. We can't understand the fact that we have a deity who created all things, gives us all things, is a righteous and holy God who gives us without us deserving it, grants us mercy, hands over to us his grace, cancels all our sins on account of Christ. Not because of anything that we have done, but because of his own mercy and grace, he does this. He makes us right with him, even when we don't want to be right with him, because he does it through Christ on the cross. And he did it through Christ in the manger, because without the manger, there is no cross. And so the peace of God comes upon us because of that thing that we can barely understand, and yet it's there of what God has done. And then we just want to ask God to help us to hold on to Christ above all things, to hold on to him above all things, 
so that we might be connected to him forever. That's the begging that we should be doing. Grant us the mind of Christ to be able to love him and cling to him in good and bad. Let us pray. Stir up, O Lord, we beseech thee thy power and come. And with great might relieve us that by the help of thy grace whatsoever is hindered by our sins may be speedily accomplished through thy mercy and satisfaction. Who lives and reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. Well, church, go in peace and serve the Lord, and we will see you tomorrow. Happy Advent. Thank you.